This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I always do this every week on social media, so I figured, why not do it on the show? I have a show, and it's about sports betting, so it felt like the perfect place to discuss one of my favorite bets to make each and every week in the National Football League. I call it Who ruins my teaser because I do a teaser every week in the NFL. And let me start off by laying the groundwork. I am not a fan of teasers with the exception of the NFL. I think this is the one place where teasers make sense. The lines are the sharpest. The points come at a premium in the NFL. And there's not like a huge talent disparity that we see sometimes in college football. So, like, I don't do teasers much, but I do in the NFL. Jenks, do you think teasers are worth playing in any other sport? Other, well, not sport, but any other level, I guess you would say? Because I've always been told never to play uh, teasers in college football. Mm, I think your best value is on the NFL because it's more consistent. So, I understand the idea of not playing teasers in college football but I, I like doing it though so i think your your advice is correct there's a lot more variables in college football we've already seen that after three weeks my lord teams are mm-hmm. all over the place big 12 is really terrible this year that's crazy to me but regardless you are correct i i will do it just for my own entertainment satisfaction what have you but the lines are always just a little bit sharper there's less variance so if you're gonna play a teaser national football league's the way to go Yeah, exactly. And there are certain spots to look for this. And I have also been taught never to tease through zero, which my husband continues to do this. And I tell him, sweetie, uh, I can't let you do this. It is embarrassing for me. And if you (laughs) tell anybody that you're teasing through zero, tell them that I told you not to. Because, like, don't put that on my street cred. Uh, Because you shouldn't tease through zero. Because think about, like, these lines with short spreads. The goal of teasers is to go through as many key numbers as possible. So the best ones are usually the lines are when you're getting a point, point and a half, and you can bump it up to like seven. Because what we're talking about is six point teasers. If you're lost in the woods right now and you're thinking, what the hell is a teaser? What you do is you get six points from the book. You've got to combine at least two of these to make like a little parlay. And that's how you do it. So uh, let's look at these some of these candidates for me, because today the candidates in week three of the NFL, number one, I'm going to go with the Raiders plus seven over the Steelers. This line is one. We've got the Steelers on the road here. 
and they're laying a point against the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take the seven. You go through the key numbers of three, six, and seven, where at least you get a push at seven. I think Raiders are candidate number one for my teaser. Next up, we're going to go to the Rams getting seven and a half over the Bengals. This is a short spread, uh, and we know the Bengals are dealing with some injury concerns with Joe Burrow. I think the Rams are good enough to at least keep it close. And plus, one thing we saw in uh, the last game for the Rams, Sean McVay, I feel like, is aware of the spread. He had this amazing backdoor cover against the Niners that Niners betters everywhere were probably shaking their fists at the TV. But he's a man that is aware of the spread. So I think they can keep it within seven and a half. And then finally, I'm going to take the Saints plus eight at the Packers. Maybe the Packers win this game. It's a short spread. But still, I'm not sure if the Packers are worthy uh, to blow out the Saints just yet. So I got Raiders plus seven, Rams plus seven and a half, Saints plus eight. Jenks, who ruins my teaser? Mm, I would say the Saints. I say the Saints are going to ruin your teaser. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on them at all. What have I seen from them thus far, Chelsea? Nothing. Nothing. They, they won luck- two games. Yes, they're a bad 2 0 team. <laughs> they're a bad 2 0 team. They, yeah, they show me your, nothing. They, they show me nothing. Okay, yes, but also all of that is relative. Okay, they beat the Titans, right? Needed what a field goal at the end of that game. Ryan Tannehill gifted them with three interceptions. Then they go what to a bad Carolina spot last night and beat a Panthers team that is got a rookie quarterback that is not good, which is rebuilding itself, and they barely win that game. Once again, the offense has a chance to maybe do something, come together after signing Derek Carr. They don't do it. They barely squeeze it out. I'm not convinced that the Saints are very good at all just yet. Well, they're getting eight points. That's built into the handicap. Like, I I know the Saints are good. I'm not. But if you're asking me who's going to ruin it, I know why you're teasing it. I'm just saying, if you're giving me a choice as to which team will ruin this, I think it's New Orleans. So do you think the Packers are capable of a blowout here over the Saints? I think that's the other question because I'm not super sold on the Saints either. They Mm -hmm. do not look head and shoulders above the rest of the competition in the NFC South, even though it is a very mm, small competition. Like it's a bunch of short people, you know, just standing right there. Uh, But I think that's the other factor. I don't think I believe in the Packers uh, capability of a blowout here because that's kind of what you need. If you're taking a team to cover an eight-point spread, you basically need a blowout. Yes, but also you can have a 2010 game too. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't think – I think you're on the right side here. But I also – it's the NFL. You just never know. Mm-hmm. And this is absolute. this will be the best team, I think, or the best-looking team that the Saints have faced thus far. I think the Titans are better than they played. I just think that was one of those one-offs where they got the Titans where Tannehill lost his mind, and I don't expect him to do that again. At least he shouldn't. So just compared to what they face versus what I think they will face, I think we're not talking about the Packers, even though I like Jordan Love. I I, I would be with you on the teaser. That's just your. That would just be my only concern as a sabotage spot because we don't know anything about the Packers, and I feel like I kind of have a feel on who the Saints are right now. Okay, so if the Saints are out, we got to put somebody else in. And it's mm-hmm. funny that you mentioned the Titans because they were my next candidate for my teaser. Ah. They are getting three and a half on the road at the Browns. So in a teaser, this would mean you get the Titans at nine and a half, getting nine and a half points against yes. the Browns, who just lost Nick Chubb. 
I think this is a very good candidate, but the reason I didn't put it in there mm -hmm. is because I'm a Titans fan. Like, I can't have my Titans, like, ruining my teaser and losing outright. Like, that's too much heartache. But do you think this is a better candidate for my teaser this week? What if they win your teaser and give your heart a bunch of joy? What about that? Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like. Here's the thing. Eloquent. Short week, <laughs> I'm. I am known for my words. Come to me. Just the like Shakespeare. Of just the like Daily Ed Hill. knows me for my numbers. The rest of the public knows me for my words, my dictionary skills, like my calculator skills. Chelsea. Here's the thing. Short week for the Browns. Deshaun Watson has not proven he can be explosive. He's been turnover prone. Now Nick Chubb is out. Massive weapon, obviously, and honestly. There's a, I think there's a real mental aspect to this. When you lose a player, and it's just me scatter shooting here. If you want me to make a case for your Titans, also losing a player that is that beloved and that is, and then that is that talented in that way is just, uh, it is a real punch to the gut for any football team. You take all those factors together, and a Titans team that tends to play teams close even when they lose, I like that better. But also, Ooh. you are the T's queen, not me. I'm just a guy with my calculator that goes up to 99 and a vocabulary <laughs> that has 42 words in it. Ooh, 42. Pretty good, I'm James. working on Maybe it. Maybe you'll win your Wordle today. All <laughs> you need is one word to win the Wordle. Uh, but I think you're right. Uh, they were my honorable mention. And this is why we talked this out on the show. So we can pick the best candidates. So the Saints are out. Titans are in. And also, I think the key matchup here is the Titans' defensive line against Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has shown that he is not great under pressure, at least this season. Maybe old Deshaun Watson, but he ain't here no more. Uh, so we've seen him throw some picks. We've seen him get sacked multiple times. And this Titans' defensive line is especially ferocious. Our secondary is not that great. Uh, but it feels like a Browns team that wants to run the ball. Even without Nick Chubb, it's still a team that wants to run the ball. And that is what the Titans do very well is stop the run. So I think this is a good matchup. Titans are in. Saints are out. Do you have yeah. uh, the seal of approval on that? So there now, we go. the finished teaser. We've got Raiders plus seven over Steelers. Rams plus seven and a half over the Bengals. And then Titans plus nine and a half at the Browns. Of the Rams and the Raiders... Do you feel nervous about any of those? Like Raiders plus seven, I think, was my first pick. Like Raiders getting seven at home over the Steelers, a team yes. that I was looking to fade anyway. Like I think the Steelers were worth a fade. Like the fact that they had to take, you know, get two defensive touchdowns to win that game over the Browns and Nick Chubb going down. Yes. Yeah, it was a team I was looking to fade anyway. Well, and also the Steelers don't come across to me as a team that's going to blow anybody out. They're going to win games exactly. the old-fashioned way. Defense being opportunistic in spots, out coaching the opposition, maybe playing time of possession game, whatever it is. So I yeah, I'm all about the Steelers in that many points. Or the Rams. What sorry. about the Rams? What about the Rams getting seven and a half? Do we think the Bengals are gonna turn on? Because I think this one has a big sabotage factor as well. It does. If Joe Burrow reemerges as the quarterback that we all know he is, there is a, you know, huge problem for my Rams plus seven and a half. But like the Rams have been chippy. Like Matt yeah. Stafford's still a decent quarterback. Uh, Matt, Sean McVay is a great coach. Do we believe the Bengals could blow him out of home here? I don't think so. I, I like the, honestly, I would, the number is moving in the Rams direction. 
without mm -hmm. without teasing it at all. The money is going in LA's direction because the Bengals have looked so bad. But yes, from a sabotage factor perspective, we don't know how banged up Joe Burrow is. It looks like he's still going to play. It just looks like he tweaked his calf. And they said after the game, if we needed Joe, he could have gone in, didn't need to, not going to risk it. But yes, the possibility is he goes in, he balls out, he looks great. Bengals are suddenly one and two and they whip the Rams. Also, if Joe Burrow is announced out, you grab this number now oh, yeah. before that news drops and you got yourself some value. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.